Hello and welcome to the Healed with Alyssa podcast. I am so excited for you guys to learn more information from me. This podcast is going to be all about helping heal your child and your family naturally without drugs or surgery. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Healed with Alyssa podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about hormone imbalances in kids. So we'll be talking about how this affects girls and boys and all the different causes for hormone imbalances in kids and then some natural ways that we can help these hormone imbalances without using medications. So first, let's talk about some of the common things that I see in my practice. So the number one thing I see a lot is precocious puberty. So what that is, is early onset of puberty, especially in girls, I'm seeing this. And this is girls having breast buds really early. I've seen as young as like two-year-olds having breast buds, and that is absolutely not normal. Also, girls getting their menstrual cycle at seven, eight years old, even nine years old, I feel like is super young. The average age of girls getting their menstrual cycle should be between 12 and 13. That's about the average age. Um, But the age is really, really decreasing now because of precocious puberty. And then how do I see that hormone imbalances are affecting boys? So this it would be it's kind of the opposite. So boys are not going into puberty, right? So I have boys who are like 15, 16, 17, and they have not went into puberty yet. And, you know, the, what the medical system does for these, um, so the girls who have precocious puberty, they give them hormones to blo- like to block getting their menstrual cycle, right? So it's giving hormones, it's, and this is a hormonal imbalance. So we don't want to treat that with more hormones. We want to get to the root cause and find out why that is. And then for boys, they give, you know, other hormones to help have the start or the onset of puberty. Also, you know, I see them give growth hormone, right? Because a lot of times these boys are very short in stature. They're not growing because a lot of times puberty will um, onset their growth. So they also give growth hormone, which is not something that's great to give to your child. So let's talk about some of the common causes for all of these, right? Because these are all very similar in nature into what's causing them. Because what's causing it in girls is that they're getting too much hormones, right? And it's causing their body, you know, their body to think that they're maybe at an older age and that they're going to start puberty. And for boys is they're still getting too much hormones, but this is more like female hormones. So that's why their body's not going into you know, a male puberty, because it's different, right? Different hormones, um, testosterone for men, and then, you know, estrogen, progesterone for girls. So first, I'm going to talk about the different foods that are causing this. First off, I'm going to say is conventional dairy. And this starts from birth, right? If we're giving formula to our child, Maybe you gave soy formula. So soy is has a lot of estrogen. So if you give your boy soy formula, 
as a baby, they're going to have a lot of estrogen from the start. Also, you know, non-organic, not grass-fed dairy is going to have a lot more hormones as well because these cows are fed hormones. They're given hormones because they have to mass produce milk. And so they're giving a lot of hormones. So conventional dairy, I do not recommend. You definitely want to look for grass-fed dairy if you're eating any kind of dairy. Also, raw dairy would be my favorite from you know, a reputable local farm, right? I'm not just going to get raw dairy from a random place. I want to know that it's clean and that they have good health practices. And I want to know that they're not giving their cows V's. So I'm not going to say the word because I've been targeted on certain platforms. Um, so yeah, they give the cows V's. Um, why is that? I'm not really sure. They think that these cows need certain bees and these have different mRNA technology that we don't want to be drinking or eating this meat or dairy from those kind of animals. Um, next would be chicken, right? So uh, I see that a lot of people eat a lot of chicken. Like most people eat chicken four to five times a week, if not more. And chicken is fed GMO corn, soy, and they are pumped with hormones, right? Because in this country, we like to eat chicken breast. And for them to get a lot of chicken breast, they need to pump the hormone so they grow the breast really large. So how does that affect us is that, hey, if that hormone causes those people to have large breasts, right, the chickens to have a large breast, then what is it going to do to your child? right? It's the same hormone. So um, I personally don't eat a ton of chicken because I find that it is very, very hormonal, right? Also, people who are trying to lose weight, they're eating a ton of chicken. Maybe they can't lose weight because of the hormones they're pumping into. And chicken can actually be inflammatory for some people. Um, And also, Chicken is very processed, right? They have a lot of stress. These chickens are not, you know, past, most chickens are not pasture raised. And the chicken live in really poor environments, right? So they're overcrowded. They're stressed. They can't even walk because their breasts are so large. So this stress hormones, all of these hormones go to our body because we're eating that meat right? And the hormones are in the fat in the meat. So if we're eating that, that is affecting our health, our children's health. So, um, you know, if you can afford it, I highly recommend buying pasture-raised chicken. Um, So this is not just organic because organic does not mean anything to me when it comes to chicken. I want to know that it's pasture-raised. So pasture-raised means that it's out in a field, it's eating grass, it's eating bugs, right? It may have a little bit of supplemental feed, but it is not in a huge, you know, container that doesn't have room to walk and its legs basically are broken because its chest is so large. That is most brands of chicken. Like Purdue, that 100% is what is happening to their chicken. So, If you can afford pasture-raised chicken, I would recommend that. But for most people, it's like $20 a pound for chicken. And, you know, I just feel like that's very unaffordable for most. 
So um, I personally don't eat a ton of chicken on the rare occasion. Yes, I may eat it, but we don't really eat chicken much in my house. Next, I'll talk about eggs. So eggs are going to be similar to the chicken, right? So if they're fed corn and soy, um, the, you know, I'm not sure these chickens may not be pumped as much with hormones, but they're still fed corn and soy, you know, they're probably an overcrowding. So once again, if you're going to eat any kind of eggs, um, make sure it is pasture raised eggs, right? So that we're not getting, you know, eggs that are fed corn and soy, want to get it from a good reputable company. If you can find it from a local farm, that is even better. Next, I'm going to talk about soy, right? So I talked a little bit about the soy formula, which is uh, so toxic. I can't even believe that's a thing. And then, you know, soy in food. So, you know, soy lecithin, we see different soy products, right? If you see like soy protein isolate in some like protein shakes and stuff like that, Also, just soy in general, right? So if you're eating edamame, that's soy. Tofu is soy. So I really don't recommend eating soy. I know a lot of people who are vegetarians may eat soy as a form of protein, but I don't find that soy is healthy for you. It promotes estrogen dominance, which is really poor for your health. And that actually, I've seen it affect women's fertility as well. So, you know, going back to the hormone issues, right? So increased estrogen can cause different um, issues with kids, right? For girls can promote increased, um, you know, early age of their menstrual cycle, early puberty. And in boys, increased estrogen can actually inhibit them going into puberty. So um, soy is a big one. Uh, Next, I'm going to talk about wheat. So wheat is very high in glyphosate and glyphosate is Roundup, which is a chemical. And that is very, very toxic for your hormones, right? So um, when I work with someone that has precocious puberty, usually glyphosate is one of the first things that we need to handle. And that is because of the food that we're eating. So most people are eating a ton of bread, pizzas, bread products, and it's very high in glyphosate. Now, you know, if you say, oh, well, I eat only organic bread. So to me, that doesn't really matter because the ground, right? So for an organic farm to become organic, I think it's only three years that they haven't sprayed any kind of pesticides. But those pesticides are in the ground and those live for over 30 years in the ground. So just because it is organic does not mean anything to me. I find a lot of glyphosate in organic breads. So you want to get you know, good bread from a local farm that is heritage grains. So heritage grains means they are, you know, old grains. They're not using newer grains that have been sprayed with a ton of pesticides. So there's some local, you know, places that do this. You can even order online to different places that have this. And also sourdough bread would be my favorite type of bread to consume. So sourdough bread is fermented, so it's easier easier to digest. You know, even some people with gluten intolerances can handle sourdough bread. Next is going to be fast food. <laughs> okay, so uh, there were studies done recently and they found a birth control in fast food. Birth control. 
Okay, so going back to boys, right? Boys are not going into puberty. They are eating birth control. <laughs> like, what? That is crazy. Also, going back to the infertility, right? So <laughs> if you're eating fast food and you're wondering why I can't get pregnant, you could be taking birth control from your food that you're eating. Okay. Also, you know, fast food, I've seen so many chemicals, right? It's not even real food. And then also lots of, I've seen parasites actually in fast food as well. So no, no to fast food. And this goes for Chick-fil-A, Burger King, McDonald's. Um, also fast food uses seed oils. So seed oils are horrible for your body. They're very inflammatory, affect your hormones as well. So um, fast food is a big no-no. Next is water, right? So water is, you know, I talk about this a lot. If you haven't checked out my water um, podcast episode, go check that out. That was my last episode and it was a good one. So the different toxins in the water, right? Going back to, there could be birth control in the water, different pesticides, herbicides, all the different things, like all of these things are so toxic to our body and these things affects our hormones, affects our kids' hormones, you know, so water especially. And if you're drinking out of plastic, so plastics, BPAs, all those things really affects hormones. Um, so next we'll talk about different toxins that are causing you know, these hormonal imbalances in kids. First, I would say is glyphosate. So I talked about that. Glyphosate is the active ingredient in Roundup. And I think more and more people are becoming aware of the toxicity and the dangers of glyphosate. But I have to say this is a big one for hormonal imbalances. Also, there's another type of pesticide herbicide called atrazine. And there is a study in frogs that showed when when the frogs were um, exposed to atrazine, they actually started to grow female reproductive parts, and then they actually started were able to to give birth to other frogs, male. So these are male frogs, and they basically changed their gender with this atrazine. Also, they were you know trying to procreate with other male. So you don't understand how much these toxins are not only affecting our hormonal balances, but these are affecting, you know, gender, right? We see a lot of gender change going on, people unsure of what gender they want to be. These toxins are so much affecting this, so much. And atrazine is a perfect example in this um you know, this one with the frogs and how it's changed the gender. So that is unbelievable. Uh, if I can find the link to the study for the frogs, I will put it in the show notes because that is super eye-opening. Crazy. Um, next is plastics and BPAs. So plastics, you know, plastic water bottles, plastic, you know, containers that we're using in the microwave, all of our cosmetics that are in plastics, right? All of these plastics they will build up and these will affect our hormones as well, right? Next, BPAs. So, you know, water bottles that are plastic and, you know, they say, oh, it's BPA free. So just because it's BPA free does not mean it's healthier. So they remove the BPA, they add other 
toxic chemicals like BPS. And, you know, so once they remove one, they add something else. So just because it says BPA free doesn't mean you're on the safe side. Uh, glass is my safe alternative. Uh, you know, glass still has chemicals in it, but it's not as toxic to your body. And also parasites are a huge cause for hormonal imbalances. Um, you know, most people are loaded with parasites and, um, you know, we're, they're not being addressed by the medical system. So this is another cause for pre precocious puberty in young, young girls and also lack of puberty in, you know, young boys as well. Um, next is mold. So mold really does affect your hormones so, so much. This is a common thing that I see in my practice. Um, and it's, it's so like, no one talks about this. No one talks about how mold is really affecting hormones. And I mean, mold can cause so many, so many different issues, but hormones is a big, big cause, um, of mold. like mold is a big cause of hormonal imbalances. So, you know, if this is something that you or your, you know, if your child's dealing with hormonal imbalances, definitely have your house tested for mold so that you can rule out if that's actually a factor. I actually will link my favorite um, mold test in the show notes and it's really affordable and you can do it yourself. And I find that, you know, mold, mold, guys, mold testers. Um, a lot of people get false negatives, right? So they actually have mold, but it comes out negative. So I, this one is my absolute favorite and you can do yourself. It's super simple to do. Um, and then next is cosmetics, right? I, I'm on TikTok, right? I'm on Instagram. I see these young girls doing a 30 step morning routine, um, what, what do these young people need to do that? Like their skin is perfect. They don't need 10 face washes and this cream. Like, what is that? That is crazy to me. Also, right? Like the young girls now are doing more like nail polish. So nail polish is super, super toxic to the body. This also affects hormones as well. Right? So, um, cosmetics are such a big, big issue for hormone imbalances. And um, next I'll talk a little bit about V's. I don't want, I know I talked a lot about this on different episodes, but you know, V's put extra toxins in the body. We don't even really know what's fully in there, right? They have, you know, hormones can be put into them. Antibiotics are put into them. Um, I've even heard like Lyme disease can be put into there parasites can be in their mold, like all of these things. So, um, you know, definitely look into, you know, researching them, understanding how this can affect your child's body, and then, um, you know, making an informed decision about. So let's talk about some ways we can help, help this. So number one, going back to the food would be, you know, kind of removing these foods, the conventional dairy, right? The conventional cheeses, things like that. Eating grass-fed, organic, um, raw dairy, you know, cutting back on the chicken, eating grass-fed meats, you know, eating pasture-raised eggs, decreasing soy, get ridding, getting rid of wheat 
in your diet and your child's diet, cutting out the fast food. I mean, I don't know if people still eat fast food that much, but I guess they do because I see fast food like stores popping up on every corner. So I guess people are still eating them. And then drinking distilled water. And also, you know, I always talk about this, but detoxing. So we have the kids heavy metal and environmental toxin detox. So I'll link that in the show notes. The parasite detox, which I'll also link in the show notes, you know, testing the house for mold, which I'll also link. And then looking at your child's cosmetics, right? Like what chemicals are in there that they're putting into their skin? The skin absorbs so fast and the skin is your largest organ in your body. So we can't, I can't stress enough how much cosmetics affect hormones and just health in general, right? Fragrances too. So perfumes like, oh, perfumes are so toxic. And I see, you know, people are spraying it on their throat by like their thyroid and thyroid disease is like out of control, the amount of thyroid disease. So just looking um, at your child's cosmetics, really working to like, you know, when something finishes, like throw it out and buy something that's cleaner. I'll link some of my favorite cosmetic brands in the show notes, such as 100% Pure, Primally Pure. Um, These are just some of my favorite um, natural cosmetic companies. So there's also some coupon codes there. So I'll put those in the show notes. So that is all I have for today's episode about hormonal imbalances in kids. So um, yeah, I hope you all have a great rest of your day and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. If this podcast episode resonated with you, please share it with another mother or another family who's going through similar issues. And if you could please leave us a review and a rating, it would mean the world to me. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode.